glad you could join us this morning on 10 minutes in the field my name is david each one of us has been called to a field whether it be a teenager a father a mother a youth leader or if you simply consider yourself a regular christian guy our field is the world we live in for each one's field the challenges are different but the expectations are the same to bring glory to god this morning i pray that you'll be encouraged as we look at the scriptures together Let me ask you a question. Have you ever woken up in the morning ready to start your day and then realize that you're not really ready to start your day? In fact, you don't actually know how that day is going to end because the night before, you either worried yourself to sleep or cried yourself to sleep depending on whether you're a lady or a guy. Because it's going to be a very difficult day, it's impossible to visualize how any good can come out of that day. At that point, you hope that someone will tell you it's going to be okay. But the birds only remind you that it's time to get up and face the horror. Now, I want to say that even at this point, we still feel like there's something God can do. But still we wonder if he will do it. We then throw this phrase around. We say, well, only God knows. While it's true that only God knows, we don't really trust I think that's partly because we are slowly forgetting who he really is. We mistake his silence for his absence and we equate his love to our current circumstances. If good is happening to us then God is good. That is exactly how the Israelites reacted to trouble. They threw their fists at Moses when the Egyptians were approaching and they said, "Why did you bring us out here to die?" Well, Psalm 114 presents some of the most beautiful poetry but before we get into Psalm 114 I need you to understand that the setting is picked up from Exodus chapter 14 and verse 10 it says when Pharaoh drew near the people of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold the Egyptians were marching after them and they feared greatly and the people of Israel cried out to the Lord they said to Moses is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness what have you done to us in bringing us out of Egypt is not this what we say to you in Egypt leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness and Moses said to the people fear not stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord which he will work for you today for the Egyptians whom you see today you shall never see again the Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent having understood the setting to this psalm let's now get into psalm 114 and see how the psalmist retells this story in psalm 114 starting from verse 1 it says when israel went out from egypt the house of jacob from a people of a strange language judah became his sanctuary israel his dominion What he's really saying from these few verses is these were his people. Prior to that, he was telling Pharaoh, "Let my people go." And uh he's saying from verse 1, Israel went out from Egypt, but the house of Jacob from a people of a strange language, Judah, became his sanctuary. These are his people that he's talking about. The first idea here is you belong to God. And it's true that bondage he has saved us from is far worse than our current situation the israelites were free 
of the Egyptian bondage, but now they are wishing they had never left. Spurgeon paints a more vivid picture. He says, the Jews were now looking at their previous masters, not with whips to force them to work, but now the masters are dressed up differently. They are mounted on horsebacks and they are coming not with whips, but with spears and shields. This time they are coming to take their lives. At this point, the Jews wish that they were still slaves. And no wonder they say it's better to die in Egypt than to die out here. The truth of the matter is we were dead in our trespasses, but he made us alive. He that the Son has set free is free indeed. What he has saved us from is far worse than our current situation. You remember that morning when you wake up and you don't know if you're going to finish that day because there is no way that day is going to produce any good. Let's remember one thing, that we belong to God and what he has saved us from is far much worse than our current situation. We are not only alive, but we are his people. He made us alive. He made us alive. But not only that, but we are his people, adopted sons of God. Now watch the action. In verse 3, the Bible says, The sea looked and fled. Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams and the hills like lambs. The second idea from this poetic psalm is you are safe in his hands. You can trust his presence to be real. The psalmist elsewhere says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. He can do anything. Whether he chooses to do it or not, we can trust his wisdom. His ways are not our ways. According to the Jews, at this point, they're thinking, well, they, we have a better idea. And I think the idea is that uh, we should die in Egypt, not out here in the desert. Why don't we just return to Egypt and die there? And yet, at his command, the sea and the river Jordan did things they don't usually do. The sea literally looked and fled. The Jordan turned back. That's what he says in Psalm 114. He asked the question, What ails you, O sea, that you flee? O Jordan, that you turn back. O mountains, that you skip like rams. O hills, like lambs. What he's trying to say here is, What's the problem, my friend Jordan? This is not the usual you. What he's about to say next sounds like our modern phrase, why don't you take on someone your own size? I can picture that small boy being chased by bullies. He runs to his big brother and then turns around and begins to mock the bullies. It's not really him scaring the bullies, but the presence of his big bro gives him the confidence to stand up against them. And I think it's more like the attitude the Assamis has here when he's asking the question, what ails you? What ails you? In other words, what's wrong with you, Jordan? Why do you turn back? Or mountains that you skip like rams? Or hills like lambs? He continues to say, Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turns the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a spring of water. Wow. This is the God on our side. Water splits, rivers reverse their flow. These are natural flows of events that God ordered to meet his will. This is what makes a miracle a miracle. Miracles defy the order of things. I pray that this morning our faith and trust will grow to meet the God of miracles. 
tremble at what God can do to turn rock into a pool of water. Amen and amen. May God bless you. And I pray that this day will be fruitful for you, that you'll always remember to trust the God who performs miracles. Amen. Well, friends, before you go, I'd like you to know that we have had evangelism for the last four days here with the Inclusiva Church at Jehovah, and we're able to reach 102 people. And I'm glad to inform you that 38 people received Christ. We also have four new churches that have an interest in having Bible clubs in their churches. Uh, remember the training that we did uh, a while ago with these youth leaders? Uh, about four of them showed interest in having Bible clubs in their churches. And our goal is to train these leaders even more from these churches so that they can learn how to reach students in secondary schools. And in this regard, we have Jehovah Secondary School and Jehovah Catholic School in the pipeline. Can they keep all these churches and schools and the Word of Life team in prayer so we can effectively start these Bible clubs and also see the people grow in the Lord? We believe the Lord is at work. Thank you for being a part of this ministry. Thank you for listening to 10 Minutes in the Field. To support the ministry of Word of Life in Rwanda, visit www.give.wol.org slash location slash Rwanda. Thank you so much and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.